Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father, through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text today is from the Old Testament lesson just read, especially these words. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. Thus far our text. Dear friends in Christ, we know how integral rain is to the life of farming. Maybe even snow, whether we want to hear it at this point or not. When I was a pastor up in North Dakota, it was a small, rural farming community. And so every summer, it was the same on Sunday morning. When it was dry, all the farmers pulled me aside and said, Pastor, can you please pray for some more rain? And as soon as it rained, they'd call me up on the phone and say, We're fine now, Pastor. Not too much more. Instead, we need sun and heat. I'm sure it's the same for farmers here in Nebraska. Rain is so very important to the growing of corn and beans and wheat and the other crops which make up Nebraska's livelihood. No rain returns void. Every little bit helps. When the rain falls, the yield increases. The rain causes the needed growth. The rain brings about a good harvest later. That's the idea that God is using in our Old Testament lesson for today. And in our Old Testament lesson, instead of rain, he places the power of his holy, precious word. God says that wherever his word rings forth in sermons and liturgies, wherever his word is taught in its truth and purity, wherever people are unafraid of proclaiming what God's word says, that God will work faith in those who hear that word. God will work faith. There's no contingency in what he says. It's not a maybe he will work faith. It's not an if he will work faith. God says his word will do what he wishes. It will not return to him empty. It shall accomplish what he purposes and shall succeed in doing the thing that he sent it out for. And the purpose God accomplishes with his word is just this, to bring to you here and now the salvation won by Jesus. Jesus lived, died, and rose again so that you would have forgiveness for your sin, so that you could have life and life to the full, so that you would be God's chosen people. The Word brings that work to your ear. 
The Word brings Christ right into your life. The Word works faith. The Word does what God wishes. The Word accomplishes the Lord's will to save you from your sin. St. Paul said it this way, Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. In other words, when God's Word is preached, the Holy Spirit promises to work faith. But we don't always trust that Word. We don't always think that Jesus' word does what he promises. I mean, really, can the word of God really accomplish faith and salvation? Doesn't it need some help? Shouldn't there be more to it than that? It sounds too simple to be reality. I mean, really, all of us have our own ideas about how God should create and work faith. So we say things like this. The pastor needs to be more exciting when he preaches his sermons. As if my excitement level affected how God's word creates and sustains faith. We say, maybe we need children's church. As if the word of God worked differently on different ages of people. In North Dakota, I had preached a funeral sermon after which a fellow pastor came up and told me, your funeral sermon would have been so much better if only you had smiled a little more while you gave it. It was as if the goofy look on my face changed the way God's word worked. Is that true? So often we think it is. We think we have to add something more to God's word for it to be effective. So if we go back to what God says in our Old Testament lesson, it would go like this. It would be like a farmer saying, the rain was nice, but it wasn't enough. I have a secret for increasing the yields. I'll go out and smile at the corn, and then it'll grow faster. I'll tell jokes to the corn, and I'll increase my yield. I'll talk differently to the little corn than I do to the big corn. 
I'll show it exciting movies on TV. The truth is, that won't work. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and grow food for the eater, so goes forth the word of God. The word does the work by itself. Or maybe you've talked with people who say, we need to change the church service itself so that more people will come in the doors to the church to hear the word. You can still preach the same sermon, Pastor. Just make the divine service itself more upbeat. Sing more modern hymns. Spice it up a little bit. As if the style of the song was more important than the fact the song we sing contains God's word. As if the entertainment value for the, ser for the service made it more effective. As if adding flashing lights and smoke machines could change the way God's word works. The word doesn't need our help. Go back to our Old Testament lesson. It's like a farmer saying, I know the rain was really nice, but I need something with a little more kick. I'll spray the cornfield with gasoline, and that'll give it the bang that it needs. That'll get me better yields. I'll put an amusement park ride around the cornfield, and the excitement will rub off and make the corn grow taller and faster and better. It won't work. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and give food to the eater, so will my word go out. Or have you talked to people like this who think that they can get by without God's word at all? I don't need to go to church, Pastor. I'm a Christian without wasting my Sunday mornings. I don't need to be in Bible study. I don't need to participate in the lives of my fellow Christians. I was born in this church, baptized in this church, and confirmed in this church. And that's all that matters, whether I come to this church or not. It's as if a basic knowledge of the Christian faith could add or subtract from being regularly in the Word. Go back to our Old Testament lesson. Apply it to that idea. It would be like a farmer saying, it rained last year. The corn will be fine. 
Sure, we're in a drought now, but I'm sure we'll have record yields. It doesn't work. As the rain and the snow come down and water the earth and give food to the eater, so works God's Word. The Word alone does the work. We need the Word often, every day, every hour. It's the Word of God, and that Word alone creates saving faith. And praise be to God that He gives His Word to you and to me. And He gives it often. Our divine services are dripping with the Word. Even if your pastor preaches a bad sermon, we hear the Word in the liturgy and in the hymns. Even if your pastor has a difficult face to look at for 20 minutes, you hear God's Word here. Even if things in the church service at time can be tedious, here you hear God's Word. And the Word tells you what Jesus has done for you. That He's died to earn your forgiveness that His blood set you free from sin. You hear here in the Word of God that all wrong that you have done in your life is forgiven and that you're free to live a life apart from that wrong, a life to the praise and honor of God. God's Word declares your sins are forgiven in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And when that Word is spoken, you have exactly what it says. God's Word says, take and eat, this is my body. Take and drink, this is my blood. And you have exactly what that Word says. The forgiveness of sins. God's Word works. God's Word accomplishes what God wants it to. God's Word creates faith. Faith that clings to Jesus' promises. Faith that believes Jesus has died for you. You all have faith because you've all heard God's Word. And where the Word of God is preached and taught in its truth and purity, there God works faith. And so, dear Christian, love the Word. Study the Word. Don't just own a Bible. Read your Bible. Wear it out. Study it diligently. Anything that takes you from that word or distracts you from it, 
does so as a result of your sin. Repent of your sin. Believe in the forgiveness of Jesus delivered to you in the Word. Don't think that you could ever stop learning what God's Word never stops teaching. That you are forgiven in Jesus Christ and in Him alone, without any merit or worthiness in yourself. Hear that Word. Love that Word. Be in that Word. For it's through that word that God works salvation for you. Blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return there, but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall God's word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to him empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose. Your salvation. In the name of Jesus, amen. And now may the peace of God, which far surpasses all human understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.